Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I am Lorraine, and I am your host. Today we are in episode 61.2, and this is Genesis chapter 37. So we are continuing uh, with the story of Jacob and his son Joseph and his brothers and uh, what's going to be going on with uh, poor Joseph. So, uh, But before we start, as always, we will uh, open up in prayer and then we will dive right in. So let's go ahead and pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, Holy God, we come to you with our hearts just full of joy and thankfulness and gratefulness for all that you do and all that you uh, will do for us. Uh, we are uh, in debt to you and we are mostly in debt to your son Jesus and the sacrifice on the cross. Lord, we don't deserve it. And uh, he died for our sins uh, because he was being obedient to you. So Lord, we're just thankful for the blood that he shed for all of our sins and the gift of salvation. Lord, I ask for uh, blessings over every person out there who's listening. I thank you for them for being here and listening or watching whatever it is that they're able to do. And uh, Lord, just uh, put a covering over them. Whatever their needs are, I don't know what they are, but I know you know. And so I'm just thankful that you're all-knowing and in charge of everything. So uh, we are just in awe of everything that you are and everything that you do. So Lord, just uh, watch over us, especially our families and our friends. Uh, bless them uh, for whatever they need and uh, take care of them and keep them healthy during this winter season. Uh, there's lots of flu and all sorts of other stuff out there, so just bless them and keep them healthy. And uh, Lord, just uh, guide and direct us in this Bible study. Uh, allow us to understand exactly what it is that you want us to understand. Uh, we invite you in and we ask you to anoint this time in your word. Empty us of ourselves, clear our minds and clear our hearts, and just uh, help us to focus on what the message is. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right, so let's uh, go ahead and start in with Joseph and his dreams. Chapter 37, episode 61.2. So Jacob settled uh, again in the land of Canaan, where his father had lived as a foreigner. This is the account of Jacob and his family. When Joseph was 17 years old, he often tended his father's flocks. He worked for his half-brothers, the sons of his father's wives, Billah and Zilpah. But Joseph reported to his father some of the bad things his brothers were doing. Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children because Joseph had been born to him in his old age. So one day, Jacob had a special gift made for Joseph, a beautiful robe. But his brothers hated Joseph because their father loved him more than the rest of them. They couldn't say a kind word to him. One night, Joseph had a dream, and when he told his brothers about it, they hated him even more. I'm sorry, even more than ever. Listen to this dream, he said. We were out in the field tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly, my bundle stood up and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. <clears throat> His brothers responded, so you think you will be our king, do you? 
Do you actually think you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them. So Joseph had another dream. And again, he told his brothers about it. Listen, I have had another dream, he said. The sun, moon, and eleven stars bowed low before me. This time he told the dream to his father as well as to his brothers, but his father scolded him. What kind of dream is that, he asked. Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father wondered what the dreams meant. Soon after this, Joseph's brothers went to pasture their father's flocks at Shechem. When they had been gone for some time, Jacob said to Joseph, Your brothers are pasturing the sheep at Shechem. Get ready, and I will send you to them. I'm ready to go, Joseph replied. Go and see how your brothers and the flocks are getting along, Jacob said. Then come back and bring me a report. So Jacob sent him on his way, and Joseph traveled to Shechem from their home in the valley of Hebron. Hebron. When he arrived there, a man from the area noticed him wandering around the countryside. What are you looking for? he asked. I'm looking for my brothers, Joseph replied. Do you know where they are pasturing their sheep? Yes, the man told him. They have, they have moved on from here, but I heard them say, let's go on to Dothan. So Joseph followed his brothers to Dothan and found them there. Joseph sold into slavery. When Joseph's brothers saw him coming, they recognized him in the distance. As he approached, they made plans to kill him. Here comes the dreamer, they said. Come on, let's kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns. We can tell our father a wild animal has eaten him. Then we'll see what becomes of, the, of his dreams. But when Reuben heard of their scheme, he came to Joseph's rescue. Let's not kill him, he said. Why should we shed any blood? Let's just throw him into this empty cistern here in the wilderness. Then he'll die without laying a hand on him. Reuben was secretly planning to rescue Joseph and return him to his father. So when Joseph arrived, his brothers ripped off the beautiful robe he was wearing. Then they grabbed him and threw him into the cistern. Now the cistern was empty. There was no water in it. Then, just as they were sitting down to eat, they looked up and saw a caravan of camels in the distance coming toward them. It was a group of Ish- Ishmaelite traders, Ishmaelite traders, taking a load of gum, balm, aromatic resin, from Gilead down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, what will we gain by killing our brother? We'd have to cover up the crime. Instead of hurting him, let's tell him, let's sell him, sorry, to those Ishmaelite traders. After all, he is our brother, our own flesh and blood. And his brothers agreed. So when the, when the Ishmaelite, who were Midianite, Midianite traders came by Joseph's brothers I'm sorry came by Joseph's brothers pulled him out of the cistern and sold him to them for 20 pieces of silver and the traders took him to Egypt sometime later Reuben returned to get Joseph out of the cistern when he discovered that Joseph was missing he tore his clothes in grief then he went back to his brothers and lamented the boy is gone what will I do now? Then the brothers killed a young goat and dipped 
Joseph's blood robe in the blood. They sent the beautiful robe to their father with this message. Look what we found. Doesn't this robe belong to your son? Their father recognized it immediately. Yes, he said, it is my son's robe. A wild animal must have eaten him. Joseph was clearly, Joseph has clearly been torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes and dressed himself in burlap. He mourned deeply for his son for a long time. His family all tried to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. I will go to my grave mourning for my son, he would say, and then he would weep. Meanwhile, the Midianite traders arrived in Egypt, where they sold Joseph to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. Potiphar was captain of the palace guard. All right. Well, this is more history. I did, you know, highlight the big stuff. Um, so, uh, so uh, Jake, Jacob settled down in the land of Canaan where his father had lived as a foreigner. And this is the account of Jacob and his family. And it talks about when jo Joseph was 17 years old, he worked for his half-brothers, uh, but Joseph reported to his father some of the bad things his brothers were doing. So, you know, his brothers thought of his, thought of Joseph probably as a little tattletale, you know, telling on him. So they probably didn't like him at that point. Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children because Joseph had been born to him in his old age. So one day Jacob had a special gift made for Joseph, a beautiful robe. So that's the, the coat of many colors. Uh, but his brothers hated him because their father loved him more, probably because he was a tattletale, uh, and they couldn't say a kind word about him. So Joseph, one night, has a dream, and he starts to tell them about it in, in verse 7. We were out in the field tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly my bundle stood up, and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before me, before mine. His brothers responded, so you think you will be our king, do you? which made them hate him even more. Then Joseph has another dream, and he says, Listen, the sun, moon, and eleven stars bowed low before me. This time he told his father, as well as his brother, but his father scolded him. He said, what kind of dream is that? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But of course his father is wondering what the dream really means, because there's something to it. And then the brothers go out to pasture the flocks and Joseph goes after them and he has to go all the way to Dothan. And this is when they sell him into slavery. So as he approached uh, his brothers, they recognized him in the distance and they make a plan to kill him. But Reuben steps up and he says, let's not kill him. You know, he's trying to rescue him. Why should we shed any blood? Let's just throw him into this empty cistern here in the wilderness. Then he'll die with our, without our laying a hand on him. And Reuben, of course, is secretly planning to rescue Joseph and return him to his father. So when Joseph arrived, his brothers ripped off his beautiful robe he was wearing. They grabbed him and threw him into the cistern. And um, then we've got the uh, group of Ishmaelite traders uh, are coming in uh, from Gilead down to Egypt. They're going down to Egypt. 
So the brothers say, well, we'll, what will we gain by killing our brothers? We'd have to cover up the crime. Instead of hurting him, let's sell him to those Ishmaelite traders. We'll get rid of him that way. So, uh, you know, he is our flesh and blood. I guess that's a good thing. So Joseph's brother pulled him out of the cistern and sold him to them for 20 pieces of silver, and the traders took him to Egypt. So that's the next chapter. So Reuben returned to get Joseph out of the cistern. When he discovered that Joseph was missing, he tore his clothes in grief and realizes the boy is gone. He's like, what am I going to do now? I can't, I can't return him. Then the brothers killed a young goat, dipped robe, the robe in its blood. They send the robe to the dad, to Jacob. And they say, this is kind of funny. They say, look at what we found. Doesn't this robe belong to your son? They didn't say to our brother. So they're like already separating themselves from the situation, I think. Their father recognized it immediately. He says, it's my son's robe. A wild animal must have eaten him. Um, Jacob has clearly been torn to pieces. Then Jacob tore his clothes and dressed himself in burlap. And he mourned deeply for his son for a long time. I will go to my grave mourning for my son. And then he wept. And then in the meantime, the Midianite traders arrive in Egypt and then they sell Joseph to Potiphar, the officer of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. And Potiphar is the captain of the palace guard. So this is like all setting up for what is to his dreams to become true. So Joseph's dreams come true. All right, well, that's it. I don't really have a takeaway. This is really just the history of what happened to Jacob and Joseph and his family and his, and his brothers. So, um, you know, it's just very rich in, uh, in just the history of the Israelites and the 12 tribes. So um, that's it for today. Uh, but, of course, I will not uh, close out without giving you the opportunity to say the um, salvation prayer. Um, if you haven't made Jesus Lord of your life, if you haven't uh, accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, then this is your moment to do that. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the gift of your son, his sacrifice on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> if you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome to the uh, family of Christ. Uh, we strongly suggest that you uh, get to a pastor, to a church, uh, and they will help to navigate to the next um, step in your new um life. So uh, we also um, uh, recommend that you write it your birthday, your new birthday in Christ in your Bible uh, on this day uh, for this reading. That's the best way to keep track of it. At least it is for me. And, uh, and start living your life for Christ and, uh, you know, get part of a ministry, uh, volunteer, you know, whatever it is that you feel that God is calling you to do. So that's it for today. Uh, I'm so glad that you were able to join me today. Uh, and again, as I always say, I don't know what time of day it is, morning, noon, or night, but I'm just glad that you were able to take out 15 minutes of your time of your day to read uh, God's Word. So God bless you, and I will see you tomorrow. Take care. <laughs>